Yo, yo, this is Treasy. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the On Ear Network. We know you've heard our tag at the end of this show, but it dawned on us that we've never really introduced ourselves. So we wanted to invite you to listen to all of our podcasts. Right now, our roster consists of And Then We Had Sex, a comedy couple that talks about their sex life with an occasional celebrity. The Locker Room, where men take off their filters and say how they really feel. And Grams of Snow, for your underworld and organized crime stories. And of course, Kind of Movie Critics which is our show, where we deep dive into movies and TV. So if you enjoy this show, check out some of One Ear's other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's start the show. Want to tell me why I just saw Lamar's crazy ass leaving my house? And tell me the truth, or I'm going to peel that fucking wig back. Okay. I've been working for Lamar. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Bullshit. It's the truth. Lamar and my dad used to run together. I know it all makes sense now. The stash houses, the, the food trucks, that damn letter. You've been playing my ass this whole goddamn time. Okay, in the beginning, yes. Yes, it, it was for Lamar. B, but the 50 boys became my family. I love you. You love me. Please don't do this. Please. Just shut the fuck up. He's here to argue with me. I can already tell. Uh, no, I'm not. Well, I'm in my argument stance. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. No, this ain't. This ain't. That ain't that. This ain't that. I know you're kind. Bitch, I'm stressed. You okay? Who said that? I feel like I know, but because you said it so weird, I can't recall. Come see me, yo. I'm, listen. You're gonna say it. I'm gonna know who it is. It's, it's not yeah, automatic but, recall. But see, the thing about these lines are that. You should know who, who is it? It's Jeezy. Oh, I wasn't the hugest Jeezy fan ever. Like, I know Apparently. that that's him now that you say it, but Apparently. I wasn't someone who like committed Jeezy stuff to memory. Got it. Yeah. So, you're not as gangster as I thought you was. Got it. You say so. Yo, did you see that? Was that G, was that Jeezy, that video that nigga chrome dance? <laughs> no, that was not Jeezy. <laughs> or, it didn't even look like Jeezy to me. No, it looked just like Jeezy. You think so? It looked just like Jeezy, I used dog. to have a crush on Jeezy, so I'd like, I know his face for real, so maybe that's why. Well, you know, you know, would you have a crush on Chubby Jeezy? Or on yeah, like, I, had on, I had a crush on drug dealer Jeezy. Well, see, you know, he done got skinny in the face and everything. Mm-hmm. That's he what happens when, when you're not getting fed right, I know. No. <laughs> Yo, you ain't shit. Eating a bunch yo. of bok choy and carrying on. Yo, you is so racist, bro. That's crazy. I'm black. I can't be racist. That's what they say. No, it's true. Prejudice and racist aren't the same thing. Yeah, true. You're right. You're actually right. Yeah. I, I just use racist in the wrong context. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, shout out to Jeezy, man. If he's happy, I'm happy. Bless his heart. Yeah. Congratulations on the baby. You're just mad because he, he ain't pick. He ain't choose you. No, that's not. I'm not mad at all. It's not my business. I've never met that man. Oh, okay. If. If he wasn't married at all, he was he's doing, not gonna date me. Like he was doing clown dance on that uh on that IG with that with that bottle of honey. Oh my god! And that and that top hat looking like Tay Diggs. Enough, hi friends. Hey, we gotta talk about Tay Diggs too. Someone needs to check on our brother. Huh? No, I'm good because he be out here just like that's another that's for another podcast. <laughs> if he look, if he ain't sold no dope or done no political crimes, <laughs> someone needs to check on our good brother. <laughs> Yo, Grams of Snow Podcast, man. Hi, friends. Episode. Oh, I'm sorry. BMF. Yeah. B, uh, yeah. BMF on Stars, episode seven. Yes. You know, Grams of Snow is your favorite drug dealer, drug trafficking slash 
mafia slash what help me six street gang we talk about the bad guys we talk about the bad guys slash white collar crime we, we they are if, also the bad guys yeah you know, oh that's they the biggest bad guys yeah. they the ones they the ones they the puppet masters mm-hmm. the, 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 the goddamn white collar crime ass niggas that push pins yeah, yeah. And, and lawyers and shit they the ones that's puppeteering and it all comes down to the street level like this because the financing got to come from somewhere season two of the wire yeah, yeah, well, shit, that's the, nah, that's the whole wire for real. But yeah, season two, you're right, you're right. I ain't gonna take that away from you. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. You Look, love taking my thunder, so thank you. I nah, appreciate it. I don't, you. you need to rescind that. You need, you need to take that back. I don't like taking your thunder. I don't like that image about me. I, I'm about to sue you for slander. Boy, <laughs> I want to see you for what slander. What is your name today? Uh, who am man. I sitting here with? Huh? Besides the A mic, who am I sitting here with? Yeah, that's right. Repeat it again. I'm Boy, a, go to which, hell. Which mic am I? Yeah, the A mic. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna edit you saying the A mic, and I'm gonna put it in oh that desk. Full of shit. <laughs> yeah, man. As you know, as six referred the A mic, the realest nigga in any room that I walk in. Wow, Mr. Treasy, aka Anthony Gramilton. Boy, <laughs> shout out to our lawyer retainer Chris for that name. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he, he DM'd me that one, man. That was a jewel right there. I told him I was going to use it for BMF episode seven. So I had to stay, stay true to my word, six. Anthony Bramilton. Anthony Gramilton. Gramilton, excuse yeah, me, enough. Yeah. And sitting across from me talking all this high high class shit that you she called me trying to wait. I'm going to die laughing. Oh, oh no, I, let me write that down. He has Deanna a song. Cole okay, because he has a song called Trying to Wait. No, nah, that, that would have been smooth, though. About hair, Ron. No, nah, let, me, let me write that down. That might be your name for the season finale, cuz. Oh, brother. Yeah, it's my co host, Six. AKA Jill Snot. Boy. <laughs> can we take can we before we get into this episode? Can, be we, gross. can we take a why I gotta be gross to I admire a black woman? Mm-hmm. I love Jill Scott, She's man. She's wonderful. Huh? She's wonderful. She is, man. And I just wanted to take a minute to acknowledge her and all her greatness. <laughs> She's wonderful. Yeah, she is. A beautiful black woman. Mm-hmm. Amazing music. Queen. Her music got me through some stuff. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, man. The music like, is that shit. But uh, yeah, that's who we are, man. Here to Ryan rock your Nicole. microphones. Pause. Pause. Ooh, I said here to rock your... Ooh, pause. Golly. I was trying to talk over you. I thought I saved you. Yo, Dame Dash, forgive me, cuz. Oh, my God. Huh? Forgive me, Dame. Oh, my gosh. For I know not what I do. Neither do he. Huh? <laughs> Sometimes neither does he. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, six, man. How we feeling today? feeling we feeling we feeling okay we feel i'm feeling good that silk sonic album came out listen yeah this bitch got me bad with listen brutal k when i bet you said this bitch got me fucked up let <laughs> me tell you exactly how <laughs> yeah that album is that album is immaculate just and they were so smart to have boosie collins narrating that album yeah it just worked it was wonderful yeah. i can't wait to go on that tour i don't care how much it costs yeah Whatever many American doll hairs they ask me for, <laughs> I'm going to give them to them because <laughs> it's already their money. Yeah. Just tell me how much of my money belongs it's to you right now. You. They can pull a Beyonce on me. I have a Beyonce fund. Okay. You got a Beyonce fund? Yeah. Like I have a separate like play account. Okay. That I just put for when Beyonce decides to do things. To do stuff. Because she's it. like a thief in the night. You do not know the day nor the hour. Right. So you just got to be, be ready. ready financially. Yeah, you just got to be ready. Got it. Yeah. I, she would love to hear that. Um... <laughs> Beyonce, God. Beyonce hates her fans and I don't blame her. She does? Beyonce hates us. Uh, 
Because we don't ever leave her the fuck alone. Beyonce cannot stand us. She Damn. tolerates us because we make her rich. Other than that, she cannot fucking stand us. What if she got on Instagram one day and was like, fuck y'all? We would not be surprised. <laughs> we would eat it up. We would post it everywhere. We would use it as a meme and a gift. We'd be like, like, I feel seen. That's yeah. what y'all would say. We'd be like, oh my God, tell, oh, girl, she's so crazy. Tell her she hates us. We know. The Beehive know that Beyonce hates us. Mm. We talking about way too much non-criminal shit. Right. Yeah, Sorry. We, yeah, that's my bad. I didn't even mean to introduce that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, do we want to? Do we want to have any? Do you got anything to say before we get in this way in? How you feel about this episode? Oh no, that's part of the way in. So yeah. let's not do that. Um, no, no other church announcements. Huh? No, no other church no, announcements. Cato's no. hmm. an accident murderer, but we gonna get there. Sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, shit. Let's let's go ahead and get to the way in, man. We uh we've been dicking, dicking around enough. Hello. <laughs> I spoke with the police. They said you're not telling the truth about what happened to Darius. Excuse me? You need to tell them what happened. Tell the truth. My daughter told the police everything she knows. She's lying. Hold on now. You sit up at church every Sunday, all high and mighty, playing the part of a good Christian woman, and your sons are out here dealing drugs. You ought to be ashamed to show your face here. All right, man. Six, we, we here for the weigh-in. We here. All right, so episode seven, BMF, directed by Curtis the, fucking Jackson, <laughs> the troll Curtis Jackson himself, the, the drama king of all drama kings. Yeah, he is. K Slay, K Slay had to hand over the crown. Right. What do you rank this episode? Three quarters to a very weak full brick. Okay, okay. Look, I would love to hear why. I'm probably still jaded from the previous episode, from being honest. I'm just so annoyed. Okay. Um, And I felt like it was just, I'm giving it a week full brick because what I normally judge things against is how it moves the story. Right. And it did that wonderfully. It did it very well. Yeah, very well. But 50 Cent very blatantly directed this episode. Okay. And it is dramatic as fuck for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> like there's just so many super dramatic points and it's like, this is not what it. And why did you get me hyped for White Boy Rick to be in there all of three seconds? Oh, you you got hyped when you found out 50 Cent was, I mean, excuse me, when you found out Eminem was playing White Boy Rick? No, no, no. Not that he was playing it, but I'm thinking, oh, oh. how did those stories cross? Are they going to integrate these stories? What What is the connection? Boy, I, I hope they do not take it no further. Please don't. Eminem it, looked like a 60-year-old nigga playing White Boy Rick. And, a 16-year-old. Eminem looks unwell. He no, looks I, like a serial killer from fucking California in no, the 70s. I, I think it was the wig. I think it was the wig. I think it was the little wig. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. For a white man, he's aging very well. Him and Paul Rudd seem to be the two white men that are aging well. Okay, so I can't take that away from him. He don't look unwell. I think it was the wig and the little, the little pubic hair mustache. And does he have Graves' disease? Why are his eyes hopping out his head like that? <laughs> because is it? Because he can't <laughs> act. That's all that was. Man. I I've never seen it a looks nigga. Like his eyes are sitting outside of their socket. Like, are you high? But I, possibly it's him. It's him. He's supposed him. to have been clean for a while, right? I mean, listen, he got a lot of money. He can dip in and out of like I don't sobriety care what whenever he does. I'm just saying yeah. he looked unwell. I, okay, my thing about the white boy Rick shit, besides the fact that the nigga was way too old to play white boy Rick, because white boy was a child. He was a and when they're children, child. they look like children. It's when they turn like 25 that they turn 100. Yeah. But like when they're kids, they look like kids. They look like kids for them. They definitely don't look like 60 year old niggas. Come on. Now, without the other part that had me dying. Is I don't know. I've never seen a nigga have less lines and still not be able to act. 
<laughs> like, like <laughs> yo, the act, yo, his act after he dapped him, but what was he, he looking like at? Plug. Like, what was he looking at? Like, white boy Rick was not an addict, right? Like, he was. I mean, I, I don't really know white boy Rick's story to be honest. Man. I think, to my understanding, it was kind of a lot of stories we hear about black people, but he's having to be white, and he so he dealt with black people, which is how he ended up white boy Rick. Yeah, I don't think he was used because. That nigga just did a hair on nod after he dapped the nigga. <laughs> That's just bad acting, those six. I I don't think I don't I'm, think Eminem is capable. My of threshold doing is like, on, is like okay. I'm over it. Uh, the mess with the, episode six really did a number on me. I was very upset. Yeah, no, you you came in hot. I'm glad we had two weeks to, for you to like to really cool down. <laughs> I was very upset because I was, was like tight. y'all like this story's too important. But like, but again, if I'm going by the criteria I normally use, okay. It moved the story very well and very efficiently. Yeah. It was just dramatic as fuck. Like, what is? Yeah. What the fuck is this? I agree. I, I, I'm I'm probably right there along with you, man. I I enjoyed the episode. This was probably like my most enjoyable episode of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that has, I I think Fifty did a pretty. Uh, is this his directorial debut? I refuse to believe that all these show Fifty Cent got this is his first time writing himself a check as a director. Okay. Well, if it's, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, man. He did a, to me, he did a really good job directing this episode. You know what I'm saying? Like, in, in these situations, I don't know to give credit to him or the writing, to, to the writers, because I know the writers kind of like, and when it comes to the TV world, the writers have a lot more authority than the directors do. The directors are interchangeable. So maybe I'm not <laughs> certain of what a director does, because I don't know if what my idea of it. I would say he did a good job, but you being the expert here. What are you giving him credit for doing well then, as a director? Somewhat expert. I, I'm, not, you know, please. You literally don't. make films for a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but I you know, but I don't want to come off like that. So, Boy. um, um, so, to me, like the pacing of, the pacing of the scenes, you know, the cuts in the scene, the, the, um. The action in the scene, how it's handled. Oh like, yeah, all that was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just dramatic to me, but all of those things, like, it didn't. It wasn't a chore to watch this episode, right? Like it has been lately, right? It was not a chore to watch this. No. Yeah, the, you know, um, you know, usually camera angles, you know, whether stuff is in slow motion or not, you know, it, you know what, just the the aesthetics around. The, the presentation around it, but the content itself obviously is the right. Oh, yeah, he did a really good job. Yeah, yeah. He he. Then that kind of makes sense. He probably took some time to teach himself some things. Yeah. I feel like he was learning how to do some stuff. Well, in this episode, because I'm like, nigga, what is we in the rain <laughs> doing this for? To to me, you know, I, I I yeah, I'm right there along with you, man. It was it was it was a. But it was good. It was good. It was. It good. was good. It just was unnecessary. But the technique and stuff like that was good. Like yeah. it wasn't bad. It was like, what are we? Why are we going through this? Right. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nah, it. It was. I, I get this junk like a, a a brick. I mean, I'm probably a little bit stronger of a brick. And you know, for anybody who doesn't know, full brick is the uh, uh, you know, a brick means that the episode was you know that's Perfect. the highest rating yeah. that we we can give it. Um, you know, she she said three quarters of a brick. So three quarters of a brick, half a brick. That's when it starts getting down to like it's okay, you know, uh, quarter brick, trash. You know, we're starting to venture into trash territory. Anything other, anything under quarter brick is like is, is super garbage. So, um, yeah, this episode was handled well. Um, there's some things about it that were hilarious that I want to get into, and then there's some things about it that, uh, you know, I I. I I want to pick your brain about. 
Okay. I don't want to argue, but I do want to have some good stimulating uh-huh. debate with you in reference to some of this material. Uh-huh. Because I would love to see if some of your stance has changed on some things. Because there's some things that happen that that need. Oh, revi- we go to the breakdown. I'm, I'm here. I'm here to revisit some things when we get to the. Okay, when great. We get to the breakdown. I'm ready to revisit some things. Six. Yeah, yeah. Well, you want to get yeah, to the breakdown? I know you're ready to. Yeah, I know you bet, man. Yeah, I saw the same episode you saw. <laughs> All right, bet. Let's get to it. Then. Why are you here today, Terry? I'm in a bit of a situation right now, and we might have to adjust our re-up schedule. I was under the impression that I was dealing with responsible people that not only wanted weight, but could also hold their own. We do, but we just... Let me guess, your brother is somehow responsible? Just don't have shit to do with me. Oh, buddy. All right. Mr. Miyagi hand rub. Huh? It's no longer Birdman's. Okay. It's Mr. Miyagi's now. He's, 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 he's claimed it back. When did he do that? Huh? When did he do that? When he do the hand rub? When did he reclaim it? No, I reclaimed it on his behalf. Boy. Postpartum. Postmortem, I mean. Postmortem. <laughs> say he, Is so that what they call postmortem? Postmortem. Postmortem. Yes. Postmortem. Because, you know, Mr. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Miyagi, or the gentleman who played him, because I don't know his real name. Wow. Um, but you reclaiming something for him. I know. Yeah, on behalf of him. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Exactly. Mr. Miyagi, nigga. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Pat Marita. That's his name. Okay. I think that's his name, Pat, Pat Morita. But when you gonna look, you gonna listen to this episode, you gonna be googling. You gonna be like, oh shit, he was right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I know, I know my shit. Boy. All right, let's get to it. Uh, Kato's an accident murderer. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She knocked the nigga over. The, she knocked Lopez over the head. Which for the story, it had to happen. He saw Meech's face. Yeah. Right. So you know, I'm glad it happened. Because, yeah. you know, Lopez had been doing a little bit of P.I. work and he had the ability to take down some things. So we kind of needed to That kind of needed to happen in order for, to spare everybody because he, he had the keys to fucking everything up. Yeah. And I mean, it's not super outrageous mm-hmm. the way that he died and that she did it. Right. Um, it was that's mainly the scene I'm talking about where I say it was dramatic for no reason. OK. Because you couldn't tell 50 Cent that he was not Martin Scorsese. <laughs> the rain, the mud, the right. hair flicks, the facial, not being able to hear people talking for it's like, right. nigga, you did not need to do all. That's what I mean. Like, he was teaching himself how to do something. He was in his bag. He just wanted to learn how to do this to see if he could. Right. Right. I ain't mad at it, The though. scene was important. The scene had to happen. Yes. Um, I mean, they, again, they could have done it differently because, like you and I were talking about, it's raining outside, mm-hmm. and y'all sell crack. Yeah, I don't understand that. Go sit in the crack house, and they will come to you. Y'all what? can be nice, warm, and dry. That whole setup is like, were well, y'all walking from headquarters? <laughs> like, it's like six niggas walk across the street. What is this, Amazon Prime? Yeah, like, if y'all don't go sit in the house? That was unrealistic. And even more unrealistic that a cop, two cops, would try to take down, without calling for backup, he just going to pop out the car. Oh, and six niggas and, in the rain? Yeah, that's like, who do you... Yeah, it didn't make no sense You're to not me. that invested. Yeah, you not. You don't care that much. Like, you care a lot. Yeah. Enough to follow them, maybe. Right. But not to get out and chase them on foot. Yeah. Come on, Slim. No, that was that was ridiculous. He could have got shot at the deli or something. He could have what? Got shot at the deli or something. Yeah. It. I mean... Clearly, it went bad. I was going to say it could have went bad, but clearly it went as bad as it could have went. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of like a that's kind of like a, a, a testament to right there, man. Like, you know, don't be a hero. If you a cop, man, don't try to be no fucking hero. I know that sounds crazy, but don't try to be no hero, bro. Call in for backup. See where they going. Call in for backup. 
bring the artillery and the feds, you know what I'm saying, kick the door down, and then do your work, man. You can't be emotional when you're a police officer out here, bro. You just can't. Um, he was pointing at your nose. What does that mean? Oh, in my house, we touch our nose. We have nothing nice to say, but we know we shouldn't say it. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. got it. Um, All right, just because I want to get all the cop shit out the way, I want to rewind back to when they were questioning Nicole. Mm-hmm. Okay, inside the interrogation room. Something happened very subtle, but it 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 made a big question for me. Okay. Okay. When Lopez, uh, you know, because Lopez and the Drano lady get, went in there, they left Coach out because they know he dirty or whatever. Yep. All right. When they were in there questioning her, Lopez said, I have a source that told me that Meech kidnapped a rival gang member's child. Who's the source? Who's the yeah. source? Yeah. Because that goes along with the, you know, with the theme song with uh my favorite line in the, in the uh, Wish Me Luck jump when 50 was like, the D's ain't that good. These niggas are telling. <laughs> and another life. You want to be a rapper so bad. No, nah, I don't. Clearly I don't. Um, but who do you think the source is? I don't know. I thought about that too when I heard it. I was like, how you know that? Yeah. And then I was like, well, how would he know? Did he find out somehow? No. I don't know who would have told that. Right. But I know there's a question. There was a question about Lamar and Coach knowing each other. Remember okay. they had a conversation? I think it was episode four or five. Yes. So I don't I don't know if that plays into it. If. Well, but then that doesn't make sense. Lamar goes and tells him that somebody got kidnapped. And then what? Like, um. And then coach goes back and tells Lopez, because then Lopez gonna have questions. How do you know? How do, so that doesn't really play. It's gotta be somebody. Else. Maybe it's Slick. Maybe Slick was the informant, or maybe it's Tiny. See, part of me thinks it's Tiny, but really? then, but then he no. went and did this. He he pulled the trigger. So nah. Yeah. Damn. Who do you think? Like who could it be? We know it's not T or Meech. Clearly. We hope not. Nah. I don't think so either. No. But I don't think they would do a whole show about yeah. them being. And what I'm a snitch. <laughs> right. Like. And these niggas are alive. You ain't finna call neither one of them a snitch. Yeah. So so that's um, off the table. I, I doubt it's B Mickey. B Mickey popped a nigga head off that he wasn't supposed to. He not telling the cops. Nothing. It ain't Kato. She a lot of things, but. It could be Kato, but does she. What it, does she gain? And why would she kill Lopez then? Um, she didn't gain anything. Maybe that's maybe that's why she freaked out like she freaked out because. No, you kill a cop, you kill a cop, you freak out. Anybody, right. no matter what you've ever done in your life. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I mean. And she sells drugs. She killed a cop. So. Right. Yeah. Um. So they're like I said, they're slick, but he's dead. So that doesn't matter anymore. Monique didn't call the police. Right. I don't know. I was hoping that you had some insight to that. That was one of my questions. Yeah. No. Because he said that, and I'm just like, is this a... And then also with this show, it could just be a plot hole. <laughs> yeah, no bull. That's true. It could just be a plot hole, and they forgot they didn't tell us who said that. Uh, yeah. I, th- th- you know what? When Slick died, was he was he limping? No. See, I didn't go back and verify, but I'm almost positive Slick wasn't limping in episode six, fam. No. He wasn't. Yeah. Okay. He was not. He was not. Damn, who is this? That's why I was. That's there was. I listened to that episode. And I was really upset. Yeah. But there was still stuff I left out. Right. 
like what niggas had on. Yeah. The fact that niggas all of a sudden won't hurt no more. Right. Ain't nobody have no bruises and shit. Right. We're not revisiting that. But yeah, it could be a plot hole. Okay. I don't think so. I think it's, you know, because they, they also said that like, um, um, the, the Drano lady also said that there was a source, a witness. That, a witness that said that he was trying to get her. Yeah. But, I mean, but that was probably somebody around. People right. did see it. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, man. I just want to know who's the source. Uh, it's just to file me away for later. The source yeah. is probably going to pop up next episode. Yeah. I hope you know? so. Oh, you think it was Pat? Does Pat know this? Nah. He doesn't know that somebody got taken? Nah. Okay. They okay. ain't been talking to Pat. Okay. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. And Pat would only... Pat and Coach broke up too, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. But this, that... He wouldn't talk to Lopez. Lopez is a clean cop. Got it. Got it. Okay. Just just something I wanted to make sure that we mentioned because it's something to file away for later. Feels like a plot hole, but... <laughs> no, nah, I, I think... I'll wait. I mean, I would love for it to have a tie-in, but... Uh, maybe... Oh. We just went there, everybody. Yo. They just put it right in front of our face. Charles didn't know. Nah. Maybe mm. it was white boy Rick. How the fuck would white boy... No. I don't know, man. No, nah, white no. boy... Because cause that's the whole thing about white boy Rick. He started snitching on niggas. How he was an he informant. Know? But how did he know? I don't know, because the streets be talking. You heard Hove say it? Yeah, but... Also, he didn't kidnap that little girl. Who, who, who it was a soft kidnapping. He had look her ice cream. Yeah, but still, you know what I'm saying? When niggas put the word out in the streets, it's like, yo, yo, Meech kidnapped their daughter. You, you know where he's at. Maybe he came across White Boy Rick table and White Boy Rick was snitching. I'm just saying, I wouldn't be surprised if that's, if that's the tie-in. I guess that could be it. Yeah. Maybe. I'm with you though. Like that now, that would make it a plot hole to me. Like, why the fuck would you? Because we're never gonna see White Boy Rick again. He has nothing to do with their story. I hope we don't. But he has nothing to do with their story. I don't, we don't know because White Boy Rick was dealing with some niggas with heavy weight. But also, Detroit. it could just be Fifty Cent introducing that he's gonna do White Boy Rick next year for all the fuck we know. <laughs> right. All right. All right. We go. well. I, if, I hope they recast that nigga if they do. But um, they're not. They're gonna use Eminem. Oh God. Or Tommy. Oh, Only two God. white boys they like. Oh, don't please. Not, neither one of it's gonna them. It's going to be Eminem or Robert Sakura. Like, man, Joseph Sakura. Joseph. Where I get Robert from? I don't know. All right. Uh, all right. So I'm off Drano. Anything else you want to say about Drano? I wanted Coach to punch that lady in her face. He should have. He should have. Yeah, he should have. Because that was trifling. Yeah. I don't care what you think. My man just died, bro. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, she. You going to wash me up and hang me out to dry? Bitch, I'll kill you. <laughs> like who are you nah, talking he, to? Nah, he can't make that body disappear. Shit. He can't do that. He I know, but he ain't got that much power. No, nah, it ain't. At this point, it's about disrespect. Ain't about no hide. Like, bitch, yeah. who are you talking to? How how he gonna tell me to give your mama condolences for me? I'm gonna tell a nigga that. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm gonna start a fight with somebody. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start a fight, <laughs> and when I lose it on purpose, I'll be like, you know what? Give my, my condolences. condolences. And I'm crazy enough where a nigga would get real upset with me for saying that. Yeah. But I want to see how upset. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm well, going to let y'all know. All jokes aside, you may want to give your mama your condolences <laughs> before you do that. <laughs> <laughs> because because a nigga might choke you out. And I don't know if, if, if anything can be done in that moment. Okay. It was a joke. It was a joke. Yeah. I don't know. It's too late. You can't play like that. I'm going to do it though. All right. Amen. <laughs> we gonna see. Yeah, may the prayers be with you. I hate you. Um, I'm trying. I just want to cover the stuff that we can get through quick because I know we're gonna have some dense conversations. Okay. Um. Uh, let's see. Who Why else? does Coach Shifty think that he 
Coach Shifty. Why does Pastor Shifty think that he's all of a sudden a moral compass in that in that pew? Pastor, in that pulpit, because he there. Pastor Shifty. Man, it, man, preachers don't care how niggas see them. Man, they just they just be them. Like the, the like the grimier, the less the less aware. I think. But you sat up there and looked that baby in his eyes and said all this. Yeah. We know you went to church buying pussy. Yeah, extorting drug dealers. Come on, Slim Flight, what are we? Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he the high priest, man. Child, he the high priest. And this nurse that went away, in the beginning when... Nurse that went away? In the beginning, there was the word, when Lucille went to talk to the lawyer. Okay, they got her back on the squad. Oh, right. that and nurse. And she was okay. like, there was a nurse who may have seen something, Right. but she quit. We don't know where she went. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I may have a lead on her. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they didn't waste that because that feels like it could be important. Mm-hmm. Like, how did that happen? What What is that about? Why did you make it a point to bring that nurse up saying that she quit? She's not there anymore. What does Monique do for a living? I don't know. I don't think she's a nurse. Okay. She doesn't want to know. And if Monique did it, she would have told, if Monique knew, we would have known already because she was still messing with Meech when this happened. They mm-hmm. weren't on bad terms yet. Oh, but, I mean, but what, what would she have seen though? She would have been in the OR when Terry's eye was messed up. Right. Okay. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So she would have said something already. Got it. Oh, uh, yeah. That was next on my list, though. Lucille got the lawyer back. Pastor Shifty knees back. Uh, is that his name in the jump? Pastor Shifty? I think so. <laughs> Yo, that or kid. Swift. Like that. Yeah, that can't be it. That's I crazy. really do. That's crazy. Yeah, Swift. That is crazy. Pastor Swift. Pastor Swifty. Um... Uh, I'm looking through my notes here. What else? What else? What else? Uh, what else was kind of quick to get through? Uh, it seemed like everything else is everything else kind of heavy. So I guess I'm we... here to um, to to turn on Lucille. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, I'm here to turn on Lucille. All right, talk to me. Um, everything I said before still stands. Okay. About. Charles being having an interesting parenting style. Okay. Right. All that stands. Mm-hmm. I'm not changing my position on that. Your family get a little rough and you leave. Whatever. I hear what you're saying. I mm-hmm. don't know who can even shoot. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Your daughter's little boyfriend, little friend, because mm-hmm. Nicole ain't but 11 years old. You ain't got no goddamn boyfriend. Right. Her little friend was murdered. Yes. In front of her, and she was the target. Yes, you you come back to your room, and your husband is packing up your shit, right? Because it's be. time to go, right? You look him dead in his face mm-hmm. and say, "No, we have to stay." What about the boys? Yeah. And then he does with some bullshit that he does. I don't agree with talking about. They basically fuck them kids. Yeah, fuck them boys, nigga. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that. <laughs> it cannot be fuck your kids. Yeah. I think, but however. Yeah. She then goes, okay, well, fuck Beach. What about that we can get through to Terry? Right. Your daughter almost died. Yeah. From the actions of your sons. Mm-hmm. Right? Again, I don't think it's okay to say fuck them kids. Yeah. And these are your children. But also they're, Meech is an adult. Yeah, it's they're an adult-ish. Adults. They're yeah. not really adults because they're 
you're you, not an adult. You like start 26. selling drugs, bring, right? You're grown, kidnapping man. niggas. You're grown. I don't care what age you yeah. are. You are okay. grown. I agree with you. Because I can't whoop you. I can't just spank you. You might shoot me. But even then, right? Your brain not done developing, and it's clear yeah. in the episodes that we have been seeing that these niggas' brains right. are not done developing. Because this nigga walked up in his connect house and said, "Hey, give me two weeks." She said, "Nigga, please." <laughs> <laughs> but. She, in her mind, thought, mm-hmm. no, we should stay. Someone someone tried to kill your innocent kid. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm not, I know what these two niggas are doing, right? I just think that they still need their parents. Mm-hmm. But also, the little girl ain't doing shit, but existing. Mm-hmm. And someone tried to kill her. And these niggas told you a while ago, carry your asses. Mm-hmm. They have been trying to get y'all to leave since before any of this happened. Yeah. For this reason. Well, this is this has been Charles's whole point. That like you like. I'm not here to argue with you about Charles. Okay. I, I, my my point about him does not change. Okay. I'm right. just here to also throw their mama over there too. That's all. Because but just in throwing their mama over there, you just kind of like it's like you're flopping sides. But I'm not it's flopping fine. sides. It's okay. I'm with. I'm cool. Everybody I'm, can be wrong. I'm not okay, flopping okay, sides. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. And I'm not saying that he's been wrong in everything that he's done. I'm talking about the abandoning your family, no matter what. I don't care what the reason is. Right. Doesn't matter. There's no explaining that to me. Um, but I feel like, and there wasn't a, this isn't them leaving the boys now or when the boys told them to mm-hmm. is not abandoning to me. That, that should have been a mutual decision amongst the five of them. Yeah. But you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's, that's not abandoning. That's them saying, Hey, we want to keep you safe. You want to go anyway. We're not asking you to stay. You're not leaving me out of some like flailing thing. Go like, I, I want to keep y'all safe. Yeah. Because none of this would happen if she, I get trying to save your kids, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a point where hope becomes delusion. Mm-hmm. Her hope has become delusion and now it's threatening her youngest child's life, mm-hmm. right? And in that delusion, you have, you're projecting now because you look Lawanda in her face mm-hmm. and told her that she was enabling Terry. Oh, God. She, Lucille. I Lawanda think- should have spat at her. Yeah, Luana should have put her in a fucking figure four. Right <laughs> she raised her fist and said, don't fight me on this? Yeah. She was supposed to punch her right in her shit. Right in her teeth. Because, bitch, how dare you? Yeah. And I don't... I'm somewhere in between new school and old school, right? Yeah. I don't care who mama you... I don't care if your son is fucking me into oblivion. Yeah. Don't run up, on me talk, run up on me talking about something. You lied to me. You did what's convenient for you. Bitch, who are you? You don't get on my face? Yeah. Relax. Go she, talk to your child. She, I'm not that. She definitely should have came with a, a different tactic, which is we we are we have both been. We how both do love we? Him. What do we do? Yeah. How do we work at this together? Versus this accusatory thing she took with her, as yeah. if she's not doing the same thing. The, like in the in even a worse, worse way. Yeah. Yeah. Because Lawanda has indeed actually said, "Yo, you need to get off the street." She Lawanda has. Said has that. This is not her first ultimatum. Yeah. Lawanda has tried. You know what I'm saying? But she has a baby by the boy. You know, she she want, you know what I'm saying? And Lawanda's his age. Yeah. yeah. And the money is nice at first when no one's dying. Right. So because that's my thing too with women who date drug dealers. Mm-hmm. You date the drug dealer. Mm-hmm. So you got to decide up front. Yeah. You cool with this? Because this is what can happen. You it, sure you all right? It can go bad at any time. It, yeah, it can go real far left. You mm-hmm. sure you want to be here? You do? Cool. But then part of what happens you're not a victim anymore yeah you have you, you, you signed up yeah you signed up for this yeah. his mama a little different 
right? Because Luana, like, you know what? I'm going into this. I know. So for her to say, hey, yo, my nigga, like, everybody relax. Hold hold the hell on. Mm-hmm. And for his mother, it's like, no, he's not doing anything. Who you going to believe? You or your lying eyes? <laughs> she lied in front of the boy Darius' mama right then and there. That was dumb. Why did you walk up to his, knowing what happened? It's the arrogance. Right. You had the balls to yeah. walk up to his mother and offer your condolences? Be- because she she really... She really has not come to grips. Like, she heard the whole conversation with the nigga said that, like, yeah, we may not have pulled the trigger, but we got other people killed. Drop the glass in this whole dramatic exposition and still are not grasping the fact that your children are bad men. They're bad men that do bad things. And the shit that they do got this little boy killed. And you think, like, you have some sort of authority to talk to the mother of the slain. Huh? Did Charles tell him? Did Charles tell him what? That they kidnapped a little girl. N- Charles no. heard that conversation? No, Charles didn't hear that conversation. That was just Lucille. Yeah, remember because Charles had left the crib. We don't know where he'd been sleeping at the church or wherever he'd been sleeping. It was just Lucille that heard that. Okay. Because she kicked him out of the crib. She took the cake away from the nigga earlier that episode. Yeah. Like, you don't live here. Get out true, of here. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think he didn't know nothing about it. Because he was shocked when, when um matter of fact, no, they didn't. Neither one of them knew because when they when Lopez said that in the police department. Lucille knew. No, no, she didn't know that like a kid got kidnapped. She didn't know that like. um. She heard them talking. She, that was again her choosing her willful ignorance oh okay well yeah then charles definitely didn't know okay because in in he wasn't there in that scene you're right right, right. in that scene when when lopez said that you know lucille looked at charles and charles like yo what the fuck like that's why he came home started packing quick you know what i'm saying like so no so if anybody did know it it was lucille um yeah man but that again that just shows that just shows you know the stupidity man like i get that you my thing is that, like, I don't know, man. It's just a weird thing, man. Like, you mama bearing so hard. You losing touch with reality. Well, now you you just came up against another mama bear. See, everybody's mama bearing. You know what I'm saying? Who who has sympathy for the other person's kids? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if everybody mama bearing. When one when the other mama bear's hands are clean, though. That's the problem. Yeah. That's what she don't realize. Yeah. She rubbing her muddy hands over everybody and asking them how they got so damn dirty. Right. Don't get me wrong. Again, again, I get hope for your kids. Mm-hmm. I get trying to save your children. Yeah. But there is a line where hope becomes delusion. Oh. And she has lost touch with reality. Well, well. And I ain't nobody mama. So maybe that's a thing that can happen, right? Like, but. I, I think so. I, th- I, I think, I think the. I'll say this. I think the portrayal of Lucille, whether it was like this or not, I think it's very realistic. Because we 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 didn't had about three conversations about Lucille and her mm-hmm. her inability to let them go. And I think and we that all that's, know a nigga who mama think his shit don't stink. Yeah, and she, he done shit all over her house. We know. So is so I think it's very realistic. But you know, Darius's mom put it the best way possible. You faking in here like a good Christian woman, and I think that's the moral of it right there. Is that like? Okay, fine. You want to make this decision about doing X, Y, Z? That's fine. But don't sit here in church like you are a good Christian woman. Like we woman. can't see you. Like we can't see yeah. you because now you're stepping in. Now you're doing something different. Now you're spitting in our faces with it. Right. Because if you were a true Christian woman, you would have done the Christian thing. And you would have 
You know what I'm saying? Like whatever you would have, whatever that means, you know, like you serve, you, you got to serve God. Like if it comes to your children or not, you got to serve God, period. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And I, that's what I believe is. That's what I'm to understand. The Christian way is God is there's no other God above me, <laughs> you know, even down to your own vanity about who you are as a parent. Mm -hmm. There is no God above me. So you have to do what's right in that particular order of the. Now, I don't also I also don't. It's it just gets weird because we're talking about man-made laws up against like, you know, uh, the divine order and things of that nature. But, but even divine order, your kids coming for strangers. So, I try to have conversations like that because my perspective is interesting. Yeah, um, I mean, mine as well. And 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 I ain't read the Bible from front to back, so I don't want to play around I can like I know something. Front to back, actually. Oh, good for you, yeah, man. I can't, okay. and I ain't I ain't gonna play in that. But but just from what I understand about Christianity, it's just you know, God God is the top of the hierarchy, man, and you gotta. You know what I mean? Thou shalt not murder. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't even think that's a thing. <laughs> thou shalt not murder. I just lied my ass off. See, I told you I need to stay away from Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not kill, yeah. But it didn't mean this. Again, my yeah. perspective interesting. That's cool. Yeah. We can get off it. <laughs> yeah. But I just, wanted to, I just wanted to hear what you had to say about Lucille at this point. Yeah, I just, again, what I said before does not change okay. as far as my values of that, right? If we are talking about was Charles wrong for leaving his family? My answer is still yes. Okay. That does not change for me. Okay. He he in my mind he did the wrong thing. That was my husband. He would only be my husband. The locks would have been changed. You simply you want to go? Okay, bye. Mm -hmm. There there is no reconciling that. When things get hard, you left. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And I think I was with Lucille until her hope became delusion. Because there's there's one thing trying to save your children, but you have to stay in touch with reality. Yeah. Like you can't She's trying to save her children, but she's flailing around some. You know how like when they, when someone's drowning, uh -huh. you're supposed to try and keep them still, right? Or else they're gonna drown everyone around them, yeah. right? Like if and if they get to flailing like that, you have to let them go yeah. because they'll drown you too, right? So what's happening is like her kids are drowning and they're flailing, and she won't let them go, right? So she can save the kid who's not flailing, yes, and actually drag that kid back to shore, yeah. and then come after that child is safe. You go back and get the ones who have hopefully calmed down or tuckered themselves out like a toddler right. and you grab them. But instead she's trying to like, let it go. Let it go. Right. You Hope cannot be delusion. That's, that's my end point with that. So, well, so my question to you would be at what point do you feel like her hope turns into delusion? I think probably if I, again, it's a show, we don't get a bunch of like, right. But I think if I had to pinpoint it in the last episode, because oh, at that point, oh, that's where me and you were different. I see. I see now where me and you differ. Because at that point, oh, you did what? Heard you, King. Yeah. Time for us to go. Actually, because that's now as a parent. Yeah. I get not accepting that your children have murdered someone and what that can bring to your front door. Right. I think that I would the me that I am right now with no children would like to believe that I would still try and support my child if that happened. Mm -hmm. But there has to be some distance if you actually did that. So if I hear you say that you killed someone who did not try to harm you, mm -hmm. who did not try to harm you or someone you love or care about, you know, just, hey, I need some money and you killed someone. Mm -hmm. Who? All right, baby. So where I actually don't tell me where you're going, mm -hmm. but you got to go there. Mm. If you need me, you send me a letter or something mm. where it can be tracked because but I'm here. 
But that's where you let it go, especially because, you know, your kid got fucked up. Like, And then because you didn't do that, mm -hmm. because even then it was, I'm not leaving them. Even then it was, oh, Terry's not. We can still save Terry. We got through to him. Mm -hmm. You just saw a key. And it's like, come on, come on. At what point do you, the fact that you think Terry is still this innocent, clean child. Mm -hmm. The fact that you think it's just Terry running behind Meech. Right. When Terry is the ringleader, actually. Terry the nigga in charge. I mean, the moment you see both them niggas got their own separate benzes, I feel like you understand. But so, so for me, her her delusion started it, then. It, it's it's been a, it's been like episode two or three for me. She's been delusional. I think the delusion wasn't detrimental then. How's that? Yeah. I, okay. I agree I, with I, you I, with I, that, yeah, but I, I, it I became detrimental for me last episode when yeah. she allowed her and her family to stay in danger when he, they were outwardly telling them yeah. we fucked up and they were like mom no no, no. we fucked up yeah. you're in danger yeah they were telling her stop it this right. this this picture thing that you have in your head of us right. isn't true let it go you need to leave right and even then she said no mm -hmm. oh you crazy mm. and again i'm not nobody's mama i don't know that might be a thing mm. now i believe that that's maybe where the god complex you're talking about with a mother comes in mm-hmm I believe that. Sure, that's the case. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that that for me was like, bitch, come on. Okay. Because what if something happened to Nicole? I, yes, that would have been on them, but that would have been on her too, yeah. for refusing to leave. Just for the record, though, that has been Charles's point the entire time. That no, I don't. I don't disagree with Charles' point. Okay. I disagree with the fact that you, you, at the end of the day, you left. Yeah. But you left. But it was in. It, he wanted. He, you left. Yeah. All right, yeah, we don't got to go back there, yeah. but but. I I think you are being a little too hard on Charles and what and what he, he was standing for. He left. Yeah, but if nobody if if the per if your partner is not listening to you, he left and is making this. Good. I I we can't don't agree. I can't, I can't wait until you get into a relationship of that magnitude. And 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 and. You First know. of all, don't wish that on me. I'm not gonna have these problems. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know if 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 there if you're if you're doing something that's completely stupid and your partner doesn't agree with you, I just I, I don't know I don't how think you that think I'm that's stupid. gonna go. I don't think that I'm stupid though. So you wouldn't you? I mean, you're identifying with Lucille. <laughs> she's doing identifying a bunch of and understanding shit. are not the same thing. I understand what she's doing. I'm not saying I identify with that stupid shit. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that's all you had to say. <laughs> yeah. Bro, that's all you had to say. I had been saying that, and you had just decided I, to argue I, me I about Charles. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I know. Um, all right. I want to get into Lomar. Lomar went to, he went from cutting niggas' water off to turn off the lights. That was the song I was playing when we got introduced to Lomar, right? right. He was packing his grimy nigga kit. With tech nines and shotguns and ropes and burning Polaroids at home. Like, where are you getting that Polaroid from? Yeah, man. This nigga is uh he clearly went off the deep end. Um and he got away from a hit attempt, which was which These was niggas wild. are like fucking Shaq the free throw line. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's a you fact. You leaning out of a car looking a nigga in his eyes on a porch that can't be more than ten feet. Yeah. With a with a whole automatic weapon. And you yeah. How did you miss? Yeah, he missed. I don't. I don't know how he missed. He. He. Yeah, that's blue chips right there. I don't know how he missed. Like, I don't know how he missed. Like that was easy, actually. Yeah. All that artillery y'all niggas had hanging out the window, like like uh uh Lorraine cousin 
or <laughs> what's her name in Menace? Is it Lorraine? Not, not. It wasn't Lorraine. Shit, jokes, jokes done. A child could have gotten rid of Lamar. Yeah, they missed that nigga. Well, no, they hit him, but they. Ain't, but they how ain't, you they hit his and you hit his shoulder? Yeah. Which means know. you. Yeah. And all of you were shoot. Yeah, it was like three niggas shooting. I don't. Yeah, automatic weapons, fam. I don't get it. But so they missed him. Um. He took his he took his kidnapping nigga stash starter kit and went to Monique crib and that's when it got comical to me. I mean, not comical, no, but comical. Because uh, uh, com- how you bust through a window? Because bathroom windows be raised. Right. How you get up there with a bullet in your shoulder? <laughs> maybe maybe you stood on the AC unit. <laughs> I know. I know. Bathroom bro. windows be like seven, eight feet off the ground. Yeah, they be because crazy. they have to put them high. Or people would see your naughty bits. Yeah, when you in or getting out the shower. That's a fact. They would see you shitting. That's a fact. That's so a how fact. did you get up there? And then you barrel rolled through, yeah. like you didn't just like. Yeah. He was like Rambo. Yeah, he was. That's what I mean about some of this stuff was important, but the dramatics of it all. Right, I get you. I get you. Cause yeah, it makes him going to Monique's house. Yeah, it makes sense. makes perfect it makes sense. Makes perfect sense. He could have just went through the back door though. You understand? <laughs> like I didn't. He could have knocked on the front door and done the exact same thing. It done the same shit. Yeah. But I he barrel rolled through the bathroom window. Yeah, he did. He did the most. Did he jump? Is he Superman? They. they Is he faster I mean, than a speeding bullet? He clearly. He faster than a few speed bullets <laughs> out of a tech gun. <laughs> <laughs> crawled into the crawl space I don't know how he got away oh. and also guys I don't care what you see on TV a towel and alcohol you can't squeeze the bullet out oh is that what he was trying to do yeah squeeze the bullet out you can't squeeze it out you can't you can't dig it out with your finger yeah. and that's not it's not safe first of all it's not a real thing right because okay. bullets don't stop at your epidermis right like a bullet's sole job is to try and get out. Uh, yeah. So at the very least, yeah. it's touching your bone. Right. I get what you're saying. I, I get what I... you're saying. So you can't just squeeze it out. Uh. Yeah. And how did it and in my nurse bag? When he pulled it up, right? Mm-hmm. And you see a bullet, you see like black stuff over it, right? Mm-hmm. That black stuff is supposed to represent congealed blood. Okay. He has a really quick clotting response because how are you not leaking? Right. Yeah. So you just started scarring like that fast. Like you just started scabbing over that. Like, come on. Come on. I don't know, man. Come on. I don't know. Who's your friend who's doing location stuff like that? Have him make a call because this is crazy. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you. Now I got a beef with the props guy because the props, whoever's doing the props must have been. Uh, I don't know. They had to have been born like in the night. They didn't live like through the 90s. No. Because that milk carton, the milk carton had the little spout, the little like knob junk that's like on the side of the carton that we have in like almond milk and shit now. That was not like that in the 80s and the 90s. It yeah. was a carton. That's it. It was the carton. Like the squeeze out. Yeah. So they, they clearly had a 2021 carton that they Which tried to crazy. slap like a new one. Uh, because everything around them looks like 1983. Yeah. But it's supposed to be 1992-ish. Right. And they got... And the music that... What scene was it? And it was updated music. 
I think it was B. Mickey and Shorty. Because Dick got harped because she murdered somebody, which is, you kids are gross. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I want the props manager to to do better. Yeah, that was season. wild. That was, that was like Game of Thrones slip. That, that's what I remember <laughs> niggas talking about Game of Thrones episode. The Starbucks eight. episode? Yeah, it had the Starbucks cup in the junk. Like, that, was, that was one of them size mistakes right there. And yeah. arms bleed when they're shot, bro. You know, that's, yeah. that's your shoulder. Like, that's not your breaky out. Like, yeah. you're not know. congealing that fast. I don't know. And why was the alcohol in a baby oil bottle? Oh, I didn't even peep that. It was a baby oil bottle. And I refuse to believe that they tried to make us believe that he poured baby oil onto a towel. So I think they want us to believe it was alcohol. Oh, maybe, that was a Johnson he, and Johnson baby oil bottle. Maybe, I, he, maybe he was trying to slide the bullet out, like trying to grease enough. the bullet up. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> Trying to grease the bullet up to slide out his arm. But again, the scene was important, right? Him yeah. getting away, if he was going to get away, yeah. and going to Monique's house is significant. I'm sure it's going to pop up later. Okay. It did pop up later. It did become a thing where that's how she and Meech reconciled. Yeah. Um, she was like, I'm trying to remember where that nigga's cousin stay. Like, she gave him a quick boy. What well, nigga punch you in the mouth? Yo, oh, listen, that. Like, he two-pieced that bitch. Somebody, like, she was a nigga. Somebody need to call check on Cash Doll, like, in real life. Cause if it won't if it won't a stunt woman, yeah, that junk looked it she real. She took that lick. Yeah, she took that hit. She's from Detroit. I don't know. She might have took that. Boy, man, they, they they all types of method acting over in Child. over in England. Yeah, because he just threw that right hook like he was goddamn Tyson Fury. Cause I'm laid never her gonna get out. over that he is Amanda. Yeah, he he man, he's a great actor, bro. I'm not. He even is hold beautiful you. in real life. Oh, is he? Yes. Okay. Like. And not even like, oh my God, I want to date you. It's like, wow, you are yeah. striking. Got it. Like, he's really, really beautiful. Okay. I believe you. You're handsome, man. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but he he's he's a phenomenal actor because yeah. he really, he's selling that life. crazy I shit. I hate him. Yeah, he's selling that crazy yeah. shit really well. Um, and he actually, I think, again, the, the page that we follow, Val Town, who does like the the story times about the real BMF and such. Okay. Lamar, this is not, this is a watered down version of Lamar that we're getting. That's Now that's crazy to me. Yeah. This is watered down. That nigga was like, like Peter Tosh eat mortar like crazy. I mean, like Neanderthal. Yeah. Yeah. Nigga was eating bullets and shit. Like he's, he's nuts. Mm. Um, something else I want to mention in that scene with Monique when she, when her and her daughter was walking through the door, and the girl was like, and she called me raghead. Why don't Monique do that girl hair? That her hair looked bad. It looked terrible, fam. It looked terrible. Yo, her hair looked bad. All this, all these drug dealers you beating up, and, and, and can't none of them over her can, can none of them fund her. But also in her defense, it was after school, and after being at a friend's house. Yeah, I don't know. That's a little too wild. That no. looked like she sent her to school in that in that manner. I don't know. You ever seen little kids get home from school? I don't know. Oh no, nah, that jump was a wild. I, crazy. I don't know that because jump. that well, because it was two twists and a puff. Huh? How many puffs? It was one puff. That jump looked like a mega puff. Man. Right. What I'm saying is, it could have started out with the twist really close to her head, like they could have been tight when she did them, uh -huh. and so could the puff. But uh -huh. playing around all day, they get. No, I'm gonna give her some bail. That that can happen in real life. You wanna give her some bail? Yeah, she could have left the house looking real presentable, and then it came home looking like that. That's a real thing. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a real thing. As a former as a former black girl, former a, black child, 
Boy, I was about to say, wait, I'm now? still Is yeah. trans black now? No. <laughs> like, As a former black small child. Right. Okay. I've done that. Got I've it. come home just simply looking like a fucking ragamuffin. Got it. Yeah. As a former black she girl. That's going to kill me. She needed to tighten her hair up. Um, but also, did we see Cash Doll's hips in that scene? Oh, did I? Honey, that was a sight to behold. Man, Cash I said, well, Doll wow. is something different, man. She different. Arkeisha, if you listening. Yeah. I want to tell you a secret. So just, what's that? There, there it is. That's all yeah, I'm saying. Cash Doll's a beautiful woman. She's stunning. She's having a little boy. That's I'm I'm very happy for yeah. her actually, man. She seemed like a boy mom. She yeah. She would she would do it right. Yeah. Um. Uh. All right. So yeah, she gave up. She gave up Lomar with the quickness, and you know, mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. he's officially Lomar. We know why. Yeah. The shotgun. Okay. Shotgun. Do rag. They really black trench into coat. That. Um. All right. Um. All right, so the scene would be Mickey, T, Meech, and Kato, right? Where basically Kato, she talks about, she, you know, she lets him know that, like, the police is on to the E-Course, operation. Yeah. yeah, you know, E-Course PD. Um, and then I I, I, I want to talk about that scene because it, it was a quick scene for the most part, but I felt like, I felt like um, something happened in it that I appreciate because I'm Team B, Mickey. Okay. I'm here to reinforce what I said in episode two or three where he's stupid. But okay. Keep going. Yeah, he makes some stupid decisions for sure. Um, B. Mickey says something that I thought was brilliant and he said it very quick. And I think like maybe maybe everybody doesn't catch this, right? He was he was mad because he was like, Why would you send niggas to do some shit that's like that should have been handled by family? That should have like been handled by the family. Yeah. And he was like, uh, what what did T say, man? We needed to it needed not to be traced back to us. Mm-hmm. And B. Mick was like, no, that shit was personal. It needed to be handled by the family. Mm-hmm. That is a prolific statement. It's a very prolific statement. Because, like, see, and it's consistent with what he's been. Because, you know, his whole thing about J-Mo, see, he, he, he's really into protecting the rep, right? And I think, like, part of that, like, part of what he was saying in that statement is... No, if niggas do something to your family, the family responds so niggas know not to fuck with your family. It doesn't need to be ambiguous who did this to you. The family did it. And that lets everybody else know if you fuck with the fam, the fam is coming back at you. And I thought that that was prolific and it needed to be mentioned because B. Mick needs his flowers. He's very consistent. He's very much trying to protect the brand of the 50 boys. They're not the 50 boys anymore. Or whatever that's they are the now. Problem. That's part of the problem. That's what he's not realized. Okay. So speak your piece. Everything's saying, sure, whatever. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get both sides, if I'm being honest. Okay. I get both sides. Um, I get why he felt shut out by that, because he really is their boy. Mm-hmm. And Nicole is important to him, too. Like, it's not just his friend's little sister. That's his baby sister, too. Right. Um, I get why he was upset. Like, yo, why would you not tell me about right. that? Like. No matter how mad you are at me, we're still family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can understand what you're saying. Because mm-hmm. if you, I don't care how discreet I am about my life. You come at somebody I care about, mm-hmm. I'm going to look you dead in your eyes while I'm doing whatever I need to do to handle yeah. it. Needs to be known. But I also get, there's a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to keep them all moving right now. 
and that needs to put to the side. People will know it was us anyway, but they can't prove it was us. Mm. That's where plausible deniability comes in. No, that's very true. This needs to get handled. Everyone knows it was us, yeah. but nobody can prove it was us. Right. That's what needs to happen right now right. because of all of the other things going on. We don't have time to be hiding. Because after you do that, you have to go lay low. Mm -hmm. They cannot go lay low right now. Mm. Um, we don't have time to deal with that, the resources to deal with it, the money to deal with it. So plausible deniability. It needs to happen. We'll deal with it later. Mm. So I get both sides. Okay. Um, All right. I just wanted to say that because, um, like I said, I'm team B Mick. But, I, mm -hmm. but what you just said is a very poignant point. Um, Meech tells B Mick that he needs to let the shit go with Kato. Yep. Smart, obviously. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to figure out at what point is Meech gone, goddamn. Just because he cut the losses. He knows that Shorty is no good. So it's like, when are you going to just tell niggas like, yo, she a snake. Let's get it over with. You know what I mean? I think that just adds another problem. And he's like, if we just get rid of her, we get rid of her. And I think she's a girl. Don't nobody want to kill her for real. Yeah. But at the same time, she is, but she's more than that because she literally, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't think he knows how deep the rabbit hole goes. I think he knows something is up. He saw Lamar come to her crib. Oh, that shit, that's right. That's what I'm saying. Well, this this goes into what you were saying about plot holes. Yeah, because like he the, never asked her about it. He didn't say nothing about the shit. Because that comes up. If you remember the jacket, you remember... Yeah, you're absolutely right. Because of when B. Mickey tried to play stupid, like he like they wouldn't know. Yeah. He was like, Terry saw the jacket at your crib. How do you not bring up Lamar at her house that's, then? I know, bro. That shit crazy. Plot hole. This shit crazy. The writers man. forgot that happened. Yeah, that's they all did. that was. Or, or, or they, or they tried to pass it off like they wanted us to think it was a coincidence that Meech took her out the house the same time Lamar came in. Now I'm stupid. Yeah, now we dumb. Like it just happened at the same time. Nah, you fam. know what? Hmm. That's the reason why we hate the writing on this show. It, it, they don't close things up. Like, no, they think they think their audience is dumb. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Remember That's how we fact. talk about a lot of different shows and how the best ones normally assumes their audience is intelligent. Yeah, I think this I think, show assumes that you're dumb. Yeah, they they definitely try to pass things off to us like we're stupid. Yeah, yeah, like like we're not going to question because that comes back up. It has to, and and, and, and it's I mean, Lamar. It may it maybe maybe all of this shit comes to a crescendo in the last episode because That's a waste. <sighs> It, it it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic that you would let things go this long in service of what you trying to build a bigger case against this girl. Like, and when that's, that's potentially putting your life at danger. That's putting your livelihood at danger. Your family at danger. Like your you don't have to. Yeah. You, it's too much. Like you could just plug, put a, put a hole in her, put it in a casket, explain yeah. to B Mick that she was dirty. Now B Mick has his own experience seeing Lamar coming out. So you see the way B Mick handled it, even though he should have popped her head off. The way that he responded to that was like, see, he he. How not, I would have expected Meat should do it. Exactly, yeah. Meat should have handled that in the same way. He should have doubled back once he got Shorty back to the back to her mama. You know what I'm saying? And he got his. Now stash me back. and you come here. Yeah, let me holler at you. Yeah, let me put you in the ground. Let's go, let's go take a walk down by the water. Yep, that's it. But, but a plot hole. Yeah. Plot, but again, that's my issue. Be Mickey too. Be Mickey should have popped her head off. You almost shoot a child because you too fucking trigger happy. Yeah. Cause they, cause we skipped the part where they go to the address cashed all yeah. talked about. Right. Cause after they have the conversation, um, Meech is like, "Yo, I know where Lamar's at." Right. And Meech was like, "Nigga, let's fucking go. Yeah. Like, we out." 
I love I love that. He's ready. He trained. We to love go. a ride or die, right? Yeah, but also your go. ride or die needs to be able to if you're gonna be a soldier, that's cool. Right. Stop thinking then. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Okay. You're gonna pick a side. If you're gonna be a soldier, fine. They're necessary. Okay. Grunts are important. Nobody cares what a grunt thinks though. Hold on, you telling this nigga to shut up and dribble? Yes. Nah, see see B Mick is a little bit more dynamic. Then he needs to pick a side. Uh, if you're going to think, then you need to think. Because you pulled a gun not knowing who you're pulling it on. Yeah, but I think when it's time to lay down the murder game, you're not really, you're not really, it's not about thinking. It's about, it's about, no, let's it, get it out. Let's no, get out of here. It's always about thinking. I, I get Unle- it. Unless yeah. you are not the person thinking, which is fine. All right. If you are a point and shoot, right. fine. You don't have to think. You're absolutely right. Okay. That there, kill it. Heard you, king. Right. But you want to think. Okay. So you need to think. Okay. Cause you almost blew off a twelve year old skull. He did. That was watching. That was watching the Detroit Lions game. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, eating strawberries. But you, and you see how Meech was like, "Who's in here?" Yeah. He saw all play the strawberries and thought because we want him to think. But let's let's just be real. Let's just be real about that. The only reason why that scene exists in that way is because they're still trying to convince us that Meech is the most moralist of drug dealers. So that was their way of saying, like, see, that that's that sneaky shit. Because that's their way of showing, with, with Meech in the house, with the thing over his face, that's their way of showing us that, oh, yeah, Meech will get his hands dirty. Oh, but wait a minute. He didn't. He still didn't kill nobody. He still didn't. Probably. So, so to me, that was just, that was, so they made B. Mickey look bad in service of trying to make Meech look like a, a superhero. All I'm saying is, this is the scene that we have. And in the scene Agreed. that we have, Agreed. this nigga needs to pick a side. Agreed. Would you like to think or would you like to shoot? Right. And researching in real life, Mickey was very smart. Apparently, he didn't do none of this dumb ass shit. Right. It's not shit he would have done. He's more along the lines of what you're saying right. in real life. Right. But in this, Miles Truitt, the yeah. young man playing this particular B. Mickey. Okay. Idiot. Yeah. Bag of idiot. <laughs> but see, all, all his idiot moments are just in service of making Meech look better. Bag of idiot in, in, in the real in the real public. Well, I, out of curiosity, do you think the bullet? I'm assuming it comes from the murder weapon that killed J Maul. Is there any? Is that bullet gonna come back to bite him in the ass? The the bullet lodged in the house. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Okay, all right. Just I don't think we see that kid ever again. Okay. Oh yeah, because Meech hand him a st- Meech is giving away How you got five thousand dollar knots. Then why can't you pay Big L? That's what I don't understand. He pay they paying seven thousand dollars for funerals. They giving little niggas, they even nine year old niggas, fucking at least know, three full racks. Yeah, a, a good little stash, nice and folded, and you pulled it out your pocket like like you had twenty more of them in there. So why can't y'all re up with Big L? I'm confused. I don't. Y'all got money to blow everywhere else. But you cannot Y'all get the greatest BL. tips in the world. Stop tipping her. Just take a couple weeks and don't tip nobody. That's what I'm saying. And just get this lady her money because y'all scared of everybody but her. And I'm telling you right now, that lady looked in this, the art nerd in me. Right. That Jamel Shabazz photo. Right. Oh, my God. And that very photo, I've looked at the price of it before. Uh-huh. It's not a couple thousand dollars okay. anymore. It's expensive. Oh, my God. I know like twenty niggas that can shoot that that same photo, but that's neither. Jamel Shabazz's work. Get your money. Jamel Shabazz's work even isn't even so about the quality of it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's about the time period and the stories they told okay. at that time. He was the. It was during the seventies and eighties where you know the five percent nation was becoming a thing that was becoming born or whatever. Um, 
in the beginning of the hip hop era when people were start, like when the rock hymns of the world were emerging and, and early 90, early 80s women's fashion, lots of gold, lots of it captures blackness in all of its glory in New York when it as it was coming to be what it is. Got it. So it's just a really important archive of that time. Got it. Which is why it's so important now. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's their pictures. There's nothing super, super special about the style of yeah. it. It is that he captures such a raw view right. of New York in this really dynamic time where style was changing and how we relate it to each other. It's just the Got work it. is beautiful. And he he kept the stories with it, right? So. Got it. Any Jamel Shabazz, you got me set on art, sorry. That was good. Any Jamel Shabazz photo that exists, there's it also exists somewhere in a coffee book, coffee table book, mm. that will have the story of it. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you go to his Instagram, which is his name, mm. he a lot of times posts these pictures and their stories. Mm. So it's just, so even that, her having that is like, oh my God. That's dope. And the art in there was just blew my mind, but. I'm I'm an art nerd. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, we love that for you. Treasy called me and was like, "You're gonna love it because yeah, you're gonna you walk through the house." It's gonna. I'm like, oh, like Big L. Her uh, I don't know if that was her crib. That was a, that was a trash ass crib. It was wasn't. Crib. So what she was saying is that her dad. So a lot of times, especially back in the early 70s mm-hmm. or early eight, late 70s, early 80s, from that time period, you would have a lot of people who did like Basquiat type of things where they would work out of a home mm-hmm. okay. and just make work constantly. Got it. So it became a family business because her brother sucked at it and mm-hmm. she took over the art house itself. Got it. Which is why she had um, a nude model there, people learning how to paint. And she was saying it's for the community, meaning probably she was letting people come in there and practice for free. Got it. Um, so she deals coke and art. It's actually a really smart thing to do. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Victor Maitland in, uh, in Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, if you want to get rid of money, buy some art or a laundromat. Yeah. I'm. Someone told me to tell you that. I don't know if it's true. Yeah. But you should find someone who makes something yeah. that can give you an arbitrary price for it and you can just buy it. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes all this. I mean, yeah. that's money laundering one-on-one. Again, we're not telling you to do that. This is coagulated. I'm sorry. Omar's, Omar, Lomar's arm just popped up with this coagulated blood on it. And that's a baby oil bottle. See? That is and they want you to bottle. believe that's alcohol. They tried it. Now they, I'm stupid. And the Queen Helene, I'm the, come on, bro. They like, tried it. 50 tried it. 50 think we dumb as he is. Mm. Um, but yeah, so bottom line is they got the money to pay little niggas to shut their mouth. This lady will kill you. Yeah. And she will put you under that house. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So you didn't big L how you murdered. What? Okay. She will do it herself. I wonder I wonder if she part of the Drano operation. Nah. I wonder if she a snitch. Nah, not at all. Okay. I don't believe it at all. She a narco. All right. Um... Uh, what other points we need? Okay, so I th- I think that's I think we've talked around everything but the main event, which is Bimiki figure figuring out that Shorty is crooked. Yes, and now she got a new ma- a new uh mission to kill Meech. To kill Meech. How do you think this plays out? I think Bimiki redeems himself. I would. I think he should have killed her. Yes. I think if I'm. Best case scenario. Okay. He realized that that would have been another instance of him not thinking something through. Mm-hmm. And his brain went to what would Meech and Terry do. Yeah. So then it becomes, I'm going to let you have this. Because he didn't, in his defense, he didn't hug her back. He mm-hmm. didn't get super emotional. He simply allowed her to parry the gun out of his out of her face. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. So maybe it's, you know what, you're right. I'm going to let them decide. 
Because maybe they want to know more. Maybe they want to know more of what you know. Mm-hmm. You're telling me you're connected to this man in some way. Maybe you can help find him. Because killing her don't get rid of Lamar. It doesn't at all. Right. So that's a smart, if I'm being, that's a smart thing. Yeah. I mean, it was dumb, but smart at the same time. It was very smart. Um, I don't think he did it because he's smart. But I'm I'm giving best case scenario here. Okay. I think that factored into it, but. Sure. It, it could have. Yeah. Right. But I don't trust these writers, but it could have. Right, right, right. Um. But I think he definitely takes takes this information to Meech and Terry. Yeah, oh, I don't think he sure. does anything what she's talking about. We can do it ourselves. Oh, hell He might no. make her believe they are, but yeah. he's being instructed by Meech and Terry. Yeah. Yeah. You see, he, yeah, because he's in a very pivotal point because he has to be, first of all, it's going to look bad. It's going to look bad. He has to bring it to Terry and Meech because they know that, he, that he's fucking with her. Yeah. So if he doesn't. They're going to blame him. Yeah, it's they're going to blame him regardless. Like, yo, you, you know, you sh- he's he's going to catch some blowback for this. So his only saving grace is to bring this to them and to really game plan this out, to really blueprint this out. Um I think he I think they definitely use her as bait. Well, okay, so we know Lamar doesn't die. So it first of all, it would be interesting to know if they continue that if they stay true to life. And Lamar gets Lomar gets away. Or... They're setting up true to life. Okay, so Lomar gets away. Maybe he gets popped. Maybe he gets arrested. Mm-mm, he doesn't. Get... So true to life, he doesn't get away. Mm-hmm. True to life is they run from him. Wow. Okay. And so, well, not run, well, but they. I was going. I was going to say they, they're, they're going to set it up. So they're setting it up. Where I... the ultimatum makes Terry have to go to. I think he went to California, right? Is what you right. said. Yeah, yeah, that's the well, ultimatum they're setting up that well, gives Terry an out. Well, I don't know if he, I don't. Maybe he spent some time in Atlanta first. I don't know. For, I don't know if they just went their separate ways right off the rip, or if there was like a period in time where they 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 were doing things together and then they split off. Either but way, they're setting up the out. They're setting up the out. For yeah. Sure. Um, between Meech is smart enough to where he has to go away. He doesn't have a connect here anymore. Big L's not going to work with him. It doesn't yeah. matter. I don't feel like. They're going to pay her on time, which is weird because, like we just talked about, they have the money to do it. Yeah, apparently. Um, So it, they leave. In, mm. in true to life, they leave. Okay. They don't try and get back at him. They dip. I'm not going to say it's out of fear. Right. But out well, of an abundance of precaution. What they're, what they're, um, what they're what I can guarantee they're not going to do is portray it as fear on this show. Right. They're going to portray it as. The smart thing to do. Yeah, they get because yeah. they, they killed Kato and they got to dip from the body. And that could be true. Right. Like they're not gonna tell us what actually happened, but yeah. they the story the simple story is they leave because Lamar makes shit too hot. Right. So. Okay. Which is true. All right. Um. Yeah. For sure. I I definitely think they're gonna use her as bait to put to try to get Lamar out, um, and take care of him. Um. But I, I'm sticking with I'm sticking with my prediction of B. Mickey's gonna have to kill her. Mm-hmm. They're gonna dump her body and that gun at the same time, and he gonna be like losing losing two of his women. You know I'll buy saying? that, especially now more yeah. so. And they gonna give us some. They gonna give us something deep and dumb. They. Gonna, I'm trying to think. I'm. I'm really trying to cue up what song they gonna give us Across with that moment. Nah, they gonna they gonna give us something like they gonna give us something some Philadelphia. In, nah, they gonna give us something from the Motown. Delphonics. It's gonna be the Delphonics. Yeah, didn't I blow your mind yeah. this time? It's gonna be the Delphonics. Didn't I? Yeah, they might hit us with that. They or might always with... and forever. A little bit of heat wave. They might hit us with that. They gonna hit us with something. A little bit of heat wave. Yeah. Or Lenny Williams. 
I want they're gonna hit us with I wanna go outside I wanna in the rain. rain. I wanna go outside. <laughs> I wanna go outside. They're gonna hit us with one of those yeah. um moments for sure. Um but yeah, that to me that's the only thing. Really that's all we're gonna get from the conclusion. Um That's I, probably the last scene. Probably in the last uh, episode. See, I wonder what's going. I wonder what's going to happen too with Coach and Meach because Coach. So maybe that sets up them leaving too, though, because you cannot fix that. Well, maybe, maybe they. You know what? Kato, that sets up Meach's reason to leave. It does, but you know what? They, man, it's so crazy how like Cato basically reconciles three different things. Cato reconciles. She kills the cop. Exactly. So they kill Kato. B, you know, B Mick has his moment. They serve up Kato's body as like, yo, this is who killed Lopez. So that reconciles that. It reconciles the whole thing with B Mickey. And then that reconciles with like. They got to leave. They got to leave. And then, you know, obviously Lomar. I mean, because if she don't kill them, Lomar going to kill her. She's dead. So she, she's already between what they call what the old folks call a rock and a hard place. A pimp and a hard place. You know, a pimp and a hard place. And um, so yeah, so there's no way out for Kato. I mean, she just gotta she gotta she gotta call up Phil Mill and find out where he at in Child. order for her to get away from this. It's too late though. Yeah, so Kato, Kato in the dirt for sure. And maybe they can use her life insurance money to pay Big L back. Cause I don't. Cause when <laughs> Big L gonna get her bread, man. Maybe or she gonna have your skull. I, I think I think realistically, what happens is you know T's gonna make Big L whole, and then that's what's gonna keep their relationship good. Cause yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that they really she she likes T. You know what I'm saying? You know the whole conversation about values. I don't think she. I don't. And she think, valued that commitment. She yeah. She valued that commitment. And um, you know, and I, I don't think I I think when it's all said and done, she wouldn't want to. She wouldn't really want to kill. And that probably stays his connect. I, I'm pretty sure that's what this I'm reneging is. on what I said before. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they'll find a way to pay her. Yeah, but I, they still leave because T really does. He has a family. Yeah, that he actually cares about. Yeah, because we never seen you know Meech's girl or his child ever again. Right. <laughs> we talked about that, so we're just not gonna talk about it again. Right. But. He really, he's like, you know what? You're right. I get my kids away from this. Yeah. If only to get his son away from the mess. Right. And maybe start over in a way that is less messy. Yeah. With less threat. Maybe. There's no internet back then. So no one's going to know. <laughs> right. right? It ain't on fucking Instagram that you got somebody's kid kidnapped. You know what I mean? So right. he can maybe, re- they can maybe restart this with the, with the knowledge they have now right somewhere else and, 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 and still with a solid connect and still with a solid connect that's a fact yeah because she gonna she gonna she gonna sell to him she gonna set him up wherever he go and she might like having something outside of where they are that lets her expand too she probably prefer that really yeah you know what i'm saying considering everything that's happened because i would imagine she some of this stuff has made it back to her about what's going on with the yeah. organization and she could probably piece it together like you know you trying to come in late I mean, you know, Big L's smart, man. So she piecing it together anyway. So it probably is. Yeah, we don't do mess. Yeah. She told him straight up, I don't do mess. Well, yeah. I don't deal with your brother. And we know that Lawanda's ultimatum fell on deaf ears because T keeps selling. T said, so. this is some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Like, girl, I know. She was like, I'm being fair as fuck, man. Like, I felt her. But also, where are you going? 
That's the hard, that's the hard part, man. That's you know that's the hard part. You had a baby with a drug dealer, honey. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's the hard part. You you, you this you kind of chose it. Yeah. At this point, I hate I hate to be the person to say that. I hate you know, but yeah, such is life. Such is life. If you gonna leave, then you leave. Right. I don't know if you think you taking that man's son from him. So where you going? Yeah. Anyway. All right. Um, is there any, any stone that we left uncovered here? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. The, the, all, all the, uh, you know, the, the good, the good part about getting further along in a season like this is like all the storylines get a lot more compressed. So, yeah. you know, when they start hitting on these beats, it's all pretty much the same storyline. You know, they're not really creating more branches of things. So. Yeah. They wrapping so, up. Yeah. So, it's, so it's a lot less for us to talk about. Um, well, shit, man. Let's get into these Rico Awards. Let's do it. Dr. Bryant, I need you to go back to the precinct for a debrief. Yeah, we'll get to it. It's just somewhere I gotta be first. Did you to go see Demetrius Flannery? What? Detective Lopez told me he saw you hand Demetrius Flannery an envelope at a gas station. He detailed your relationship and was worried you were hiding something. And so am I. Rico Awards, baby. We're here. Yeah. Um, so for, you know, if we have any new time listeners, first of all, you know, welcome. And, you know, thank you for listening to the first time. I hope we're not boring you to death. And, uh, uh <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. That's, that's an Please. oxymoron. Imagine. But, but the Rico Awards are basically, uh, what we deem as the most important person this episode. You know, if we, if we were the, if we were Drano and we were building a case, you know, against this show or this particular episode, who would be the most important person, the central figure of importance. Right. And then um, the most important scene that that's what we're breaking down of the Rico Awards. So we're going to start with who we feel like is the most important person this episode. You want to go first? Or you want me to go? You can go. OK. Um, to me. Uh, this was this was a little I don't want to pick Lamar because I feel like I've picked Lamar maybe a few times already. So I'm going to go with the least obvious, but still to me, the most important person, in my opinion, Southwest T this episode. Okay. I feel like, um, I feel like T's fingerprints, I'm not going to say they were in every scene, but we dealt with a lot of his morality. Yeah. You know, like, you know, um, He's struggling with himself. He's struggling with himself. Um, I, you know, I think him and what really is, and it's funny that the scene is on. I think what really did it for me is him inserting himself into the funeral. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it's like he's trying to play both sides. He really is. Yeah, he really is trying to play both sides, man. And with him being the connect right now, I think that just makes him the most important person in in in. The fifty boys slash BMF hierarchy. I'll say they're not the fifty boys no more. Right, but yeah. you know they haven't fully they haven't fully figured out their new name. So the family. Yeah. Um, so uh, I do. To me, yet yeah, to me, T is the most important person in this episode, uh, st- mainly because of that funeral scene. But um, you know, the ultimatum was made on him. Mm-hmm. I do. I am of the belief that there was a final quote that happened. Like from the grown up Meech voiceover, yeah. that basically said, uh, "Sometimes, sometimes the 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 nigga who you'll take a bullet for is the one that ends up with a gun to your head." I am of the belief that that 
that that voiceover is about T. I, I, maybe it, I, I don't have enough proof to feel that way, but I feel like I feel like I'm looking at him, y'all waiting for him to get it out before I respond because he might have a point. But I feel like him having this connect gives him the power, right? Like, like it it gives him the power over Meech to make certain decisions. Um, and clearly, you know, Meech would take a bullet for the nigga. But we got a pressure was just put on him by his baby mama, right? I think T responds to that. He responds to that, and how he responds to that is he brings that to Meech's front door. I mean, because there's 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 a few things that are happening here. There's gonna have to be a call. There's gonna have to be a call made to kill Cato. There's gonna have to be a call made to deal with Coach. There's gonna have to be a call made to what they're doing with their re-up money. There's there's gonna have to be a lot of decisions that have to be made, but all of it is in service of the organization and right now he is at the top of the hierarchy of that organization and that is a different power dynamic that we've never dealt with before it's always been Meech as the big brother what does that have to do with t being willing to harm his brother i don't think i i okay so when he says uh, the person uh, uh, you take a bullet for is the one sometimes that ends up the one with the gun okay the gun to your head it's figurative it's figurative you're stretching. No, no, I don't think I'm stretching you're at all. Your t- no, no, what you're saying, fine. Yeah. But I don't, that statement to me for you to relate it to that is a stretch. Um, I, That statement isn't figurative because it happened after a conversation he had with Coach about protecting someone. Yeah, but he he wouldn't take a bullet for Coach though. No, I don't think he would either. But I don't think that comment has anything to do with T. So, well, okay. Here's the other thing that we know about this show is that that, that, Big Meech voiceover, whenever it talks, it's kind of speaking in duality. It's speaking about an obvious situation, and then it ends up being like a figurative thing as well. You know, like the whole episode about the lies. You know, when you tell a lie, you got to keep telling lies, you know. and Yeah, but that had a real life application. Yes. In but, the show, but, in both ways. But, but that's what I'm saying, the this, duality but, of it. Right, but this wouldn't be dual because Terry would not harm his brother. No. A gun to your head means an ultimatum. Yeah. That can mean an ultimatum. Again, an ultimatum was just planted upon him, and he can make an ultimate. We know they go in their different directions. I, I think right. I think the part before that is what's mm-hmm. giving me pause. Was that the person you take a bullet for? Like it's yes, right. That gives it a negative connotation. I just don't see Terry trying to harm his brother. I see him walking away, but I don't see him harming his brother. Okay. How many how many people do you think Meech would take a bullet for in this show? No, uh, sure, it's about Terry. What I'm saying is I don't I don't agree with you. Okay, all yeah. right, cool, cool. That's, That's where I stand on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. T is the most important person in this episode to me. Who you got? Lucille. Okay. Lucille, only because she's a catalyst for a lot of things that happened. Mm-hmm. Um. She's a catalyst for Lawanda giving him the second ultimatum. Because again, not the first time. After the bowling alley, they mm-hmm. had a conversation similar to this. Right. Maybe not as forceful, but similar. Like, yo, we here. Like, you know, like we exist, right? Like, mm. um, that the scene at the funeral, mm-hmm. I think that did something to Terry, which is going to catalyze a lot of his actions going forward. Mm. Um, if I'm being honest, this shit with Nicole, she got to wear a piece of it. Mm. I don't know how big of it, how how big of it. How big her piece is, 
but you were supposed to leave when these two children you have fucking turned into cherubs in your head said, hey, right, we did something really bad. Right. And we're not telling you because if we tell you, then you'll know. Yeah. But you should go. Right. And you decided you knew better than <laughs> the two. Like, but I, and I feel like next episode, she's going to cause they set her up to cause more issues next episode of everything that has to happen has to happen mm-hmm. if they try to leave she's going to try to stand in the way of that mm. Mm. she's an obstacle to she is a hindrance to everyone now okay she has proven herself to be a problem even for people she's trying to help damn damn okay yeah i'm with you on that and she's annoyed me all episode so yeah i'm with you on that okay uh most important scene to me uh it's funny because the most important scene to me doesn't have anything to do with T and is the one that's currently on, which is, uh, well, okay. It, about the, to say this. The most thing? important scene happens in B Mickey basement. I think. So not the one we're looking at. Not where, the one we're looking okay. at where, where she just comes back and tells him that she kills a cop. And, and then his dick sex. got hard. Like, yeah. what is wrong with you? Not niggas? that scene, but the scene where he comes back in after he saw Lamar leave Okay. and he has the gun to her head. I think that's the most important scene this episode. Um, I think that is definitely going to, that is going to be the, what happened in that scene is going to spawn the climax of next next episode to me. Um, it's the impetus for the next, you know, the climax in episode eight, um, where they're going to have to make a decision about killing Cato. Okay. Because you know, Cato's got to die. There's Cato does not not. If die. she don't die, I'm never. I'm not watching the show ever again. Yeah, Cato got to go. Like, y'all can hold me to that. I, yeah. He would if he chooses to do this show. And Cato is still alive next season. He will be doing it by himself. But what if they? What if they give I a really good no. like out nope. for Cato? No. What if she kill Lamar? Like his whole revisionist they history. They will think like, I'm stupid, and I am not stupid. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 I ain't mad at that. What What you got for most important scene? Um, nothing to do with Lucille either. Uh, most important scene to me was the quick one they had with the three of them together: be Mickey, um, T, and Meech. Okay. Excuse me, only because it's in service of what you're saying. I think for me that reaffirmed B. Mickey's relationship with everybody. Okay. At least for the viewer. Mm-hmm. That's where you saw that they still view each other as family because things have been pretty rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, and where Meech let him back in to handle things on a family level. Okay. And I think that's what's going to reaffirm to B. Mickey that he cannot let Cato slide. Because now it's like, yeah, okay, we had our struggles, but we're still family. Mm. And I feel like that proved it. It's a tie between that and LaWanda saying, LaWanda's ultimatum. Mm. Just because T said it's a bullshit, and I believe he thought it was bullshit, but she not playing. Mm. And he know. And he's, and he's scared. Mm-hmm. He's very scared. As he should be. Yeah, like when he was talking to Nikki, and she's holding his son, and he looking down at his baby like, whew, mm. that lady was right. Yeah. Like. Darius' mama was right. So it's between those two seasons for me. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Good to know. Yep. All right. Let's uh let's do let's do uh There's a verse for that. Yeah, there's a verse for that and uh and, and put a cap on this episode. Let's thought you was done my ass. I am. But my partner was murdered. I ain't have shit to do with that. No, you ain't that fucking stupid. I don't know who did it, alright? Even if I did. Meech, do you know what the fuck I am? I figure you don't since you're standing there with your chest all puffed out. 
I'm a motherfucker with the power to make your ass disappear. Be right here, right now. All right, bet we're into uh we're into there's a verse for everything. Yeah. And uh, we have a unique pick for the artist for today. I and made it interesting this week. Yes, yes. This is Six's job. Yes. To to pick. So I would like for her to introduce and explain to you guys why. <laughs> he, was, he was not happy with me. Well, it's not that I wasn't happy. It was just it was just weird. But go for it. He was pissed. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I chose Curtis Mayfield. Okay. Um, Only because they are beating us over the head with old music that seems to find a way to tie in. Okay. And Curtis Mayfield sung a lot about drug users, dealers, and the hood. Mm. And he had that old, you know, Silk Sonic-esque music. Very <laughs> much You Can't Stop the Rain. And very much Run Off the Lights. Teddy Pendergrass was definitely his peer. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Let's throw Uncle Kurt in there. Got it. Curtis Jackson, Curtis Mayfield, you know. Oh, I see parallels. what you're doing. You're stretching. You're stretching the work. Got oh, yeah. It. Definitely stretching it. Step okay. off. Completely. Okay. Okay. I couldn't use Rihanna, so. Okay. Well, we could have, but. Who again that. is releasing has released music under BMF, which is never gonna not under amazing. BMF. Yes. Really. There's EDM music from Rihanna that is credited to BMF. Interesting. Yeah, and there's an album up there that's I think the year says there's one that says 2021, mm-hmm. and one that says 2022, mm. and they're under BMF. I was very. Interesting. Let me find out they got a piece of her career. Maybe. I don't know if it's like a writing credit or something, or maybe a background vocal or what, but yeah. there's music. Wow. From Rihanna under BMF. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Shout out to they ro- that mailbox money and royalty statement. Listen. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I I'm I'm interested in hearing what verse you picked for Curtis Mayfield because I, I got mine. I went kind of obvious. I went a super fly. Okay. The aim of his role was to move a lot of people. Ask him his dream, what does it mean? He wouldn't know. Can't be like the rest, it's the most he'll confess. But the time's running out, and there's no happiness. Ooh, super I use this for Terry, to be honest, because I feel like Terry is. Terry likes selling drugs because he likes the lifestyle it affords him. Mm-hmm. He said it numerous times. It's like, you know, I, I know I can't be like my mama and daddy. Mm-hmm. That's what Terry knows. Mm. it's about you know i don't my only goal is to move these drugs so i can have money and not be destitute mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be like a, another nigga in detroit i can't play ball i you know school's not going to run it through so here we are right i'm just trying to make this money and the world around him is like listen you got two choices you gonna win or you gonna lose mm. either one gonna happen greatly mm-hmm. so that for me made the most sense Mm, got it. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. Um, I went with something a little bit less obvious. I went with, uh, you know, Curtis Mayfield had a, a, a very bad accident that left him paralyzed mm-hmm. um, in the early 90s. And uh, he only made one album after the, the incident happened. I don't know. He made an album after that. Yeah. He made an album called New World Order. Uh, I think it, it came out in 96 or 97, something like that. Um. You know, still sounded the same, but you know, the accident, he couldn't play guitar no more. So, yeah. you know, it was, I mean, he died like two years after the album came out. So, I'm sure um, the music sounded different if he couldn't play the stuff himself. Yeah. Well, just the air was different than, you know, it was the 90s. You know what I mean? So, that, yeah. that's a lot different than the 60s and the 70s in terms of where we were at socially and politically and, yeah. you know, as a people. You know what I mean? So, um, 
uh but yeah new world order uh and it's actually this verse actually comes from the title track the first song on new world order called new world order darkness no longer a child is born mother shed tears of joy as baby tests his lungs my dad is not there where he ought to be somewhere in georgia skinning and shooting craps on his knees another victim born out here in the hood and based on statistics it really ain't all good welfare takes the town and daddy can't sign and it can't be seen the family becomes a crime the hunt is on and brother you're the prey serving time in jail it just ain't the way i'm living so bottom line man this is as we're reaching as we're reaching the season finale of episode excuse me the season finale of season one for bml i feel like this particular verse kind of like encapsulates it's like a time lapse of everything that has happened you know what i'm saying um uh, a family you know a destitute family you know, we we saw the ch- children go from innocent kids to like real life soft kidnappers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the fuck is you talking about? Shout out to Leon, because <laughs> Leon really does say that all the time. Yeah, I mean that's I mean a lot of them <laughs> say that all the time, but um, but uh, girl ice cream. No, I'm talking about the whole thing. Oh, I fed a little girl ice cream. What the fuck is you talking about? Uh, Just yeah, random. What you talking about? <laughs> Um, and, and you know, the, that, that particular verse just like encapsulates the whole process of what it's like, you know, to what it's like to be born in the ghetto, you know, for black people, mm-hmm. I, I believe, I mean, you know, I was not, I was not born in that manner, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I'm, I'm speaking from, a, you know, I have a lot of family that was, you know, not, not, not very fortunate. So I'm. So I kind of identify through there. There's there's just no options, man. There's no options when you're born into nothing. Yeah. And and uh, you know, only game you know is do or die. That's it, man. And it and it does and it puts and it puts you and a lot of other people in perilous situations, you know, because you know there's just a risk factor that's involved where it's like I'm get rich or die trying. No pun intended. Desperation is dangerous. Yeah. True desperation is very dangerous, dangerous. You know, and um. And very unintentionally so for the people that choose to step into it. Because I don't believe anybody steps into any position knowing the full panoramic view of the consequences that ensue. No. You know, they just have a specific need that needs to be met. Yeah, I say all the time. Most drug dealers don't want to sell drugs. Yeah. They want to live the life that comes with it. They want financial freedom. Yeah. They don't don't want to sell drugs. That just happens to be the way they know to get that financial freedom the fastest. That's it, man. And, you know, and and their story is no different than, I think, you know, every American story. You know, Mm -hmm. everybody wants financial freedom and security, you know, no matter what level of finance you do have. You know, you either want more of it or or extremely more of it, you know, so... Um, and, and there's and there's no other degree to it. But, um, yeah, that particular verse, man, it just really talks about everything from welfare takes takes the tab and daddy can't sign. You know, that's 
literally we're talking about the mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you know, um, the only thing we don't have here in this verse that they talk about is serving jail time. But we know that comes. Right. So, you know, pretty much the first verse of New World Order from Curtis Mayfield is a time lapse of the entire BMF history. Okay. You know. Um, so, yeah, that's why I picked that. I dig it. That's that, man. Um, six, man, It's there is a bittersweet because I'm very proud of us for being consistent on this series and putting this series out. But next week will be our final episode for a long time yes. of BMF. So yes. it's a bittersweet. I know yeah. we, we've, 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 I think, I think we both love this show. Mm-hmm. I think we both. I love the story. Yes. How's that? I think, I think we're both attached to this story and attached to this show because it is black history. It is, it, it is one of our stories. Yeah. Uh, and I think that we have been very critical of it as well. I think and we've that's been very fair. fair. Yeah. I think if you like th- things you care about, you should be critical of. Yeah, I think so too. Constructively. Constructively. And that, but that's what I like about us is that I know we come in here, we talk our shit, but it's not in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. It has context. And uh, hopefully, maybe it'll, you know, maybe it's fair as fuck. It's fair as fuck in the words of Luan. (laughs) And maybe it'll inspire the team to just step your cookies up. Come on, man, because you got some intelligent people. And I don't mean just us. I mean, I think, you know, the the majority of everybody who watches BMF is intelligent. Even our listeners, like, very intelligent people. So, you know, that, that would be my word of advice to their constructive team, to their creative team is just stop thinking that we're not smart just make it work make it happen and sit and meets we- down in front of denzel so whatever chadwick boseman <laughs> went through with denzel god bless the day i need meets to do as well yeah that's because a fact. that baby i'm sure he could be very good but sit him down with uncle denzel please yeah yeah i'm with that um and having said that man i think that is the that is the end of our bmf episode seven it is you want to give them our social six real quick yes on twitter we are grams of snow on mm-hmm. instagram we are grams of snow pod search grams of snow on all your dsps you can find us anywhere you'd like there it is man yeah we pop up nice and fresh make sure yeah. you smash that subscribe button as they be saying on youtube videos tell a friend and tell a friend yeah all of that catch up on some stuff you may have missed all of that i think we know our next couple shows so hopefully there won't be a lag after this is done but yeah hopefully we'll be right yeah. back i mean we still got succession cracking we do we only four episodes they're only four episodes until i think a 10 episode season yep so you at least got us for six more weeks of that yep um and yeah, and then we've been talking about some other shows, so you know, uh, we'll we'll see what happens. We will. Um, but bottom line is, we cheer, and we're not going nowhere. Period. So it's uh, real niggas for life. <laughs> Bye, friends. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> this has been an on-ear network production.